The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. I know we don't feel like it. But the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast turns 80 today. Woo! We don't normally celebrate milestones on this show, but 80 episodes is a pretty hefty task. Uh, we have been with you since the beginning of last fantasy football season and even before that. And we're here with you now through a new era of fantasy football, and that is the USFL, which kicks off next Saturday. Justin, a week from today, or tomorrow, or today if you listen to it, or whenever, uh, we're going to have USFL fantasy football. Color me excited. Are, Are you stoked for this or what? Oh, you know I am. I can't wait. You have been nothing but living and breathing the USFL since it started. And look, here's the thing, right? So... We did a a mock draft a while back. We've done several episodes leading up to this. But I got to tell you, man, this last week has been ridiculous with the amount of transactions. And it's not surprising. I mean, we we should know already with these spring leagues that some people don't report. There's some people that are just uh, not going to make the team by the end of the final roster. But we've had a few big names so far drop off the list. and, And I mean... What does that do to you and your rankings? Well, yeah, I I feel bad for any wide receiver. I'm putting at number one because first it was Eli Rogers, then he's gone, and then it was Quincy Abadeyeho, however you say his name. You're better at it than I am. <laughs> um, then it was him, and he's gone. So I, I feel bad for anybody. I'm ranking number one at this point as far as wide receiver goes. Which, again, we, we always talk about how things move so fast. And, and you just even in the NFL, you know, especially this last month, the, the free agency alone. But with these spring leagues, it is just imperative that you keep an eye on Twitter, that you keep an eye on us, for sure. The SGPN Fantasy Twitter, you keep an eye on um, the, the website for all that breaking news because it's happening so fast. And yes, that person, now that we start getting closer to draft time, Um, You really need that. So we are here today uh, to give you eight today. We're going to celebrate our 80th episode by giving you eight uh, stacks because there are eight teams in the USFL. Uh, But, you know, it's time to start thinking about stacking, uh, especially in leagues like this, right? Wide receiver, running back, quarterback combos. They could be the difference between you winning and losing, especially on a big week when the other team doesn't have one. So um, Justin and I came up with, with eight different stacks to be looking at uh when you when you take your draft and in fact we're going to be doing this draft i know i said that we were going to do it this week but you know 
life, right? So we're, we'll get we'll get this draft in before it's all said and done. Uh, and Justin's definitely a part of that. So, uh, all right, Justin, we're going to load up our first three minutes on the clock, and we're going to talk about your first stack here that you picked, handpicked. Um, no surprise here. It involves Jordan Tamu, which, of course, as we know, is the consensus number one in everybody else but me. Uh, but we're pairing him with uh, uh, Rashard Davis or Derek Willie. So uh, talk us through your thought process on on this this stack right here. Yeah, so Tamu, you know, a, a lot of people do have him ranked as the number one, though I, I got to admit the more um, he loses guys like Eli Rogers and the more I study the Stars roster, I'm starting to get swayed to uh, start leaning your way a little bit there, Rod. But, um, you know, he's he's kind of a consensus overall. He, he's got a strong arm. We know that. And also, as far as fantasy-wise goes, he's a dual-threat quarterback. He can run the ball very well. And, of course, that's going to get you rushing yards, which is important. So, And I'm stacking him with Jared Davis, who has some NFL experience. He was the number one overall skill position player pick in the XFL. Um, you know, and I, they picked him up after Rogers didn't report to camp. And I think they're the plan there is, I mean, they, they're a similar player. Um, he's five, nine, one seventy-five. He's got that speed that Rogers has. I think they they are thinking that that is a swap. Um, he doesn't have as much in-game experience that Rogers has, but he does have experience bouncing around the NFL on different teams, the Eagles, the Raiders, the chiefs, the Titans. Um, so even though he was a late addition after Eli Rogers didn't report to camp, I don't think that makes him less valuable. And then also with Tayamu, I'm stacking Derek Willies, six foot four, um, you know, big, big target for him at wide receiver there for Tayamu to hit. Spent a little time with the Browns, has only three receptions in the NFL, but did play in the NFL, um, got some experience there. Didn't have a ton of productivity in college either, but obviously did well enough that the NFL noticed him. And so I think that's saying something when somebody doesn't put up big stats in college, but the NFL scouts are still like, yeah, we want him. Um, I think that's important. And so he's a big body guy. So those are two guys that I'm stacking with Tamu. Um, so if I get Tamu, those guys are definitely on my radar of trying to pick up uh, when it makes sense to. What's crazy is that you probably could stack Tamu with just about anybody. Rogers was the one hands down that you were looking for, for sure. Um, but also too, you know, think about it this way when you're, when you're drafting, especially in these USFL drafts, uh, and if you're drafting with folks who haven't been listening to this show or haven't been paying attention to the news, a lot of times these guys, guys, especially like Rashard Davis, who just was added is going to be on, not on anybody's radar at all. So you may be able to wait a round or two, depending on how savvy your league mates are. Um, you know, to grab a guy like Rashard Davis or, or even Derek Willies for that matter because, again, not, not a lot of people are paying attention to actual rosters. They see the big names. They see the ones that they 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 know. But names like this might be able to slip to the second and third round. So, I don't know. Not in our draft, right? Right, yeah. No, I'm, and it depends how your league goes. You know, you and I kind of thought the first round of our mock draft would be all quarterbacks and it wasn't. So, I mean, you kind of got to get a go, uh, get a feel of the flow of what everybody else is doing and go from there. Yep. But I mean, obviously if you grab Ta'amu, you, you're probably got the first pick in the draft. So y you may have to, uh, come back around and, and grab somebody like that. Um, now if I've got the first pick in the draft, 
I am not letting Tamu, or I am letting Tamu slip to you in the second pick because I'm picking the next guy on this list, and that's Brian Scott uh, with the Philadelphia Stars. And we've got him stacked with Justin's favorite guy. I, I think he did this just to appease me because it's both of it's my favorite guy, his favorite guy, uh, who we almost thought Justin was not going to be in the USFL. Uh, gave you a bit of a scare, uh, but yeah, we got him stacked with Bug Howard, and then. Um, a couple more of his his uh, receivers here, but let's talk through this stack here and and walk us through the names and and why you selected them. Yeah, so I mean Brian Scott, we've talked a lot about how he is just a proven winner. He's got a lot of talent, and the Spring League Championship MVP. He's got an accurate arm. He's a good decision maker. Um, he's most likely going to be a league star for all the talk that Tamo gets because he's a more recognizable name to college fans and even NFL fans since Tamo bounced around there a little bit. Um, Brian Scott can really hold his own and is a excellent quarterback. Um, and then he's got the tight end, which was an emotional roller coaster for me of bug Howard, not reporting after I was so excited that he was in the league and now he is reporting, but uh, he was a wide receiver at North Carolina in college, big hands. He's going to be an extremely reliable target. And, you know, tight ends aren't um, guys that go in those top rounds. So that's somebody that when you feel comfortable of, okay, I have, you know, my quarterback, I have a running back, maybe two running backs, wide receiver, then you can grab Bug Howard. Um, I just think he's going to be a, a huge red zone asset for Scott. And then it for the receivers, it's almost like pick and choose which one falls to you. Um, there's Devin Gray, who has spent time with the Ravens and Falcons. He was a playmaker at Cincinnati in college. Brennan Eagles is six foot four, but a former sprinter. He's explosive. He's fast. And in college, he averaged 17 yards a catch. And then there's Jordan Sewell, who's six foot five, um, 2,184 yards and 27 touchdowns in college. He's a big target with a wide catch radius. So Scott is actually. As the more I dive in, the more I study, it's one of my favorite quarterbacks to maybe target because you have so many options to go after to pair with him. Um, so that's why I said, like, the more I'm looking, the more I'm starting to be like, oh, Rod's on to something here. You know, and it just, you you watch and the eye test is there for Scott because he definitely, when he was in the spring league, he just looked poised. He looked more poised than than a lot of the other quarterbacks that were in that league. And obviously, it it showed by the way that he he won the championship and did everything right. So, um, and and I like your I I really do appreciate your take in the in the red zone because uh you know leagues like this are need big red zone targets and he probably has the better one. Um, I mean, I, he doesn't have the best tight end in the book, in my opinion, uh, but he definitely can be the quarterback that can take advantage of his tight end more than any other one here, in my opinion. So um, that kind of stack to me, yeah, if you're looking later, late, late in the rounds, because Bug Howard, once again, um, may, may be sitting there in the last few rounds of, of the draft, depending on how savvy your league is, unless you're Justin, to take him in the third round. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, keep an eye out there. And any one of, of Brian Scott's receivers, I think, is a really good stacking option. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And then um, speaking of red zone, I mean, if you think about the three-point plays, I'm not exactly sure how those are going to score out. I would assume that'd be three points for your player, just like in the NFL when it, a two-point plays. Two points. So plays, add more. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, in fact, the XFL did that too. Uh, it was especially with fantasy, the XFL had three points, and so yeah, if you if you caught a three pointer, you got three points. 
So definitely worth worth stacking up in there. Um, all right, so we move on to our next uh, stack, and that is in the way of uh, Kyle Slaughter, um, who is the New Orleans break. We're talking about New Orleans. Talking about New Orleans, Justin. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Slaughter, the the New Orleans quarterback, and uh, everybody loves them some Sean Poindexter, who is the receiver that he'll be throwing to most likely, and then of course Chad Williams out there as well. Um, but everybody's pretty high on Sean Poindexter. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, uh, but this is a good stack option because again, a couple of young names, uh, maybe maybe getting some chemistry here in the early days of practice as we're just about a week out. So. Um, what are you seeing in this connection that's got you loving this stack? Yeah, so Slaughter, um, you know, he was around the NFL for a little bit, uh, spent some time on different squads. He didn't start uh, in college until his senior year, and then he threw for 2,656 yards, 29 touchdowns, so not a bad stat, lo- stat line. Uh, what I like about Poindexter is just his size, six foot five, 214. I think he's going to be able to get above the cornerbacks for those jump balls. Um, his senior year at Arizona, he caught 42 passes. 11 of them were touchdowns. So that's a high percentage of your catches being touchdowns. And then uh, bringing the stack around, there's wide receiver Chad Williams, um, who I think is a little bit under the radar. Uh, the more I look into it, you know, he was a third round pick in the 2017 NFL draft. Obviously didn't pan out and make it, but um, there were things that scouts saw that they liked Chad Williams a lot. He's six foot one, but he plays bigger than his size. He's very sure-handed and he's pretty physical after the catch. And I think that's going to get you a lot of um, yards after the catch, which of course equals fantasy football points. So, um, so if I'm if I end up with Slaughter, you know, Poindexter and Williams are two guys I'm definitely going to be targeting. See where they fall. So my only again my only concern is just you know Slaughter. We we just we don't know. I mean, we don't know anything, really, to be honest with you. We've never seen uh, any of these guys play professional football in the USFL before. So uh, with the roster that they have, and and we've said it, you know, I really can't wait until next week when we actually start digging into, like, actual gameplay and waiver wires for sure. But we really are sort of taking all of these uh, with a grain of salt. And an interesting thing to me, and and maybe we need to bring this up with alt-fantasy, and, and the there's a way that we play NASCAR where every three every three races or so we we scramble it up we we throw every we have one keeper throw everybody else back in the in the pool and and redraft again I feel like that's a very interesting way to uh to do this I mean does that sound like something that could work in the USFL yeah I think so especially because I mean we still don't know who's starting at any position we have assumptions but we have no idea so you could draft a guy this weekend if you're in a league that's drafting this weekend and he's sitting on the bench so i definitely think that would be an interesting thing to do to shake it up and even add some more uh, level playing field if you just got unlucky and drafted a bunch of people who got injured or don't end up starting that was one of the biggest things, especially in the AAF, when, when we first started drafting in the AAF. I remember we went through the big old long draft, obviously on Alt Fantasy, because they were the only ones that offer, were offering it. And again, with the USFL, they're the only ones that are offering it. So if you want to play, uh, go to altfantasysports.com and, uh, and get going because, you know, in fact, the Listener League should start soon anyways, too. So keep an eye open for that because 
uh, we want to make sure that you uh, you can get in on the listener league. But yeah, I mean, you, you drafted players, and then next thing you know, you're, you're sitting there looking at them, and they're not starting. And <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, in fact, they didn't even see the field, and you're, you're sitting with a big fat zero because you know nobody knew. So right. Uh, yeah, you know that's all right. We'll we'll, we'll do it that way. Uh, but all right, so we'll move on to our next stack. Um, and, and you know, when you talk about guys with experience and, and um, actual NFL experience and, and have played on, on rosters and practice squads, and a lot of them do, um, this next stack really does pan out. And uh, that's Mr. Thorson that used to, Clayton Thorson, that, that once donned the, I think, what was it, the Vikings and so many other <laughs> jerseys <laughs> that he's had on in practice. Uh, but Clayton Thorson, Houston Gamblers, and that's the man that we're going to talk about next. Pairing him with JoJo Ward and the big tight end, Brandon Barnes. I like all three of these names. I think this is actually a sneaky stack if if you miss out on one of the top couple of, of quarterbacks. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Thorson had over 10,000 yards, 61 touchdowns in college. A little bit of a downside. He threw 45 interceptions, but cleaned his game up a little bit. Um, he could end up being, like you said, kind of under the radar guy that puts up a lot of points. Drafted in the fifth round by the Eagles. He's been on the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Giants. He's made his rounds. He's got some NFL coaching. Um, and then JoJo Ward, very fast receiver and an extremely good route runner. I think that's important in a league like this where you're you're picking up, you're trying to learn the offense quickly to have a wide receiver that, oh, he's going to be where I need him to be. I think that's going to develop a lot of trust and um, going to really show on the field. Uh, he played at Hawaii, was had a 1,134 yards his senior year. So um, he's he can put up points, he can put up yards. And then tight end Brandon Barnes, he's six foot five. He's got a ton of experience in the XFL, the AAF. Um, he can catch through contact. He's strong. He's got long arms. And he's got pretty good speed for a six foot five tight end. You know, usually you think of those guys as being a little bit slower, but he's got good speed. I like him, especially because, you know, again, when you when you watch these guys go from the AAF to the XFL uh, and you've seen them play before, you basically know how to judge them a little bit better. And I know that uh, JoJo Ward, especially to me, is is one of those guys that I can see doing really well in this league. So I like his potential. I definitely like Brandon Barnes's potential. Uh, but again, the question mark is whether or not they can get it gelled together uh, with Thorson to make that happen. And, you know, if, I, if I'm if i stuck in fifth or sixth place uh, in the draft and somebody before me maybe takes, uh, well, <laughs> Davion Smith, no, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Eli Rogers, no. Uh, but if somebody takes somebody else uh, in, in front, I may go ahead and just uh, snag Thorson because I, I feel like he's, he's really good. Make sure you head over to the SGPN website actually too. Because we've got our draft guide that's up, kind of walks you through our consensus rankings. Uh, it gives you some some pointers on maybe who to take and where. Um, but when you look at our consensus rank rankings, uh, it's got Tamu, Scott, Slaughter, and Thorson. So those are the first four picks off the board uh, here. So again, you may not get him past pick four, and then Stevie Scott actually, believe it or not, is the the first non quarterback, and he's over fifth overall in our rankings. So it's not even eight quarterbacks in a row that, that, that are a consensus eight top eight. 
Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't come back in until looks like consensus nine, I think somewhere around there. So, um, so yeah, definitely. If you want one of those top quarterbacks, you might have to spend an early pick on it. And, uh, like you said, we got those four at the top of our, of our list there. Now, also depends on your on the league size too, the size of your league. Because if it's a six person league, picks come up quick, so you may get exactly mm-hmm. who you want on your team if you have done a good enough draft board, uh, you know, and prepped ahead at time. Because, uh, you know, with a six with a six person league, you basically can get almost anybody anybody you want. So um, keep an eye open there on on the size of your league. Um, all right, we're gonna move ahead to our next. Uh, pairing for me, actually, I, I'm the one who did this, and yes, I 100% believe that DeAndre Johnson is actually going to get the start over Luis Perez. I'm sorry, everybody else. Uh, I know that Luis Perez is the darling, but for me, I have a feeling that DeAndre Johnson has the the better raw talent between the two uh, at quarterback. And in fact, he's a little more mobile than Luis Perez is. Luis Perez is not necessarily a mobile quarterback. So I don't see him having what it takes to stay around. And here's the thing, and I will, I will probably uh, turn off the TV or at the very least mute the, the broadcast for the first time Luis Perez takes the field because I do not want to hear anymore how he taught himself how to play on YouTube. Just don't want to hear it anymore. Um, so anyways, from the guy that did not teach himself how to play on YouTube, DeAndre Johnson, I think he's got a much better... Uh, possibility to start and if he does that makes a guy like Alonzo Moore that much more appealing in my opinion Alonzo Moore just a big guy he's he's played in the XFL uh, and he just knows how to catch passes and he knows how to play in these leagues and DeAndre Johnson who who recently played with the Sea Lions in the spring league is the same sort of guy right I mean these guys are scrappy guys that are are playing for their lives and their careers and their livelihoods and, you know, for me, that, that type of connection early on is exactly what they need. So, and like I said, I think Alonzo Moore is going to become the wide receiver one there. I think DeAndre Johnson is going to become the, the quarterback one there. So, I mean, that, that's a stack I'm going to take because I like both of those players and I like them together. Yeah. And I learned on social media, you got to be careful telling people that you think um, DeAndre Johnson's going to start because man, somebody ripped into me about that because of his past. You know, we all know he had an off-field issue. We've talked about that before. Um, this person's stance was, you know, don't support a guy that had an issue a couple of years ago. And it was seven years ago. He was 19. It was a dumb mistake. And he's been very vocal about that was a mistake and him trying to learn and move on and do better. But anyways, I absolutely agree. I think Johnson gets the start over Perez. Um, for all the hype that Perez is getting because of his history and the whole teacher thing, football, I, I get it. But I think Johnson gets a start. Um, I like Alonzo more too. Uh, another guy that I'm targeting is Cavante Turpin. Turpin, uh, speed receiver out of TCU. He's another guy that had some off-field issues, but I think he has a lot of talent. Um, he's a gadget type player because of his speed. And I think, you know, he might, we might end up seeing him take some carries out of the backfield, sweeps, reverses, things like that. And then um, just to keep going deeper down the hole, there's Nick Truesdale, who's six foot seven and has 11 years' experience. So um, if you end up with Johnson, I think you have, again, somebody who you have a lot of options that you can complete a stack with. Turpin is 
I, I watched him in the Fan Control Football League, and he did some great things there too, and and was one of the guys that uh, you 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 just heard his name, and and when you talk about these kind of a league, you know the USFL, the XFL, the AAF, the Spring League, Fan Controlled. Whatever league that is there nowadays, as long as you hear their name more and, and enough to actually remember it, you know they're doing some good things on the field. So those are the guys that you need to, to, to keep an uh, ear open for, especially as you're going into the first few weeks, especially if you end up doing a redraft, which I think you should. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, all right, five down, five to go when we come back from the break. Or no, actually, three to go this time because we're doing eight <laughs> in charge yeah because they're eight teams eight 80th episode um how many more eight alliterations can i pick but when we come back we'll have more but first of course we're always brought ah, let's talk about win bet <laughs> shall we of course we're always brought to you by a win bet make sure to get down on the win bets ten dollar to win two hundred dollar promotion where a ten dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets the win has a special golf contest for this weekend bit bet a hundred bucks plus on golf from thursday to sunday you're going to get entered to win a golf experience to the only golf course on the las vegas strip of course it's the win golf club you could have multiple entries and if you wager a thousand dollars on the major golf championship thursday through sunday you're eligible for 10 entries into the prize draw so much to choose from and all you got to do is download the WinBet app or visit winbet.com to get started Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It's hectic this time of year. It definitely is between weddings, graduations, spring sports, spring break, and more. We're busier than ever right now. Sometimes, <laughs> I know me, I forget to take a second for myself. And What is that anymore, right? I don't know. This season... Take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light. Take more than a second because you deserve it. You deserve a beer that is made to chill because you always feel like you're on. I don't even have to ask you if you ever feel like it because you do. Between work, friends, family, million pressing social issues, and the expectation to literally be on 24-7, sometimes, all right, more than sometimes, you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That, my friends, is when you reach for a cool Coors Light because it is literally made to chill. Got mountain cold refreshment. It's made to chill that much. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, not the baseball team. It's perfect for a moment to unwind. So when I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Do you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location 
will be hidden. That is some super spy stuff right there. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed your computers, tablets, phones, even your devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anywhere anymore without using IP Vanish. It's offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use, too. All you got to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP. Use that promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Yes, 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 the USFL kicking off next Saturday. It's going to be a good one, the Stallions and the... Wow, that was abrupt. Way to go, Rod. <laughs> nice riding the, the fader there. Uh, yeah, the, so next week, next Saturday, uh, Generals, Stallions. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, I can't wait. And we're going to get you all set for your drafts as they start to happen uh, here in the next week. With some stacks, stacks on stacks. It's not just for DFS anymore, especially in leagues this small where it's not very difficult to stack a good quarterback and a good receiver. We've gone through five, uh, and we're going to go through three more as we celebrate 80 episodes here on the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast. We move to a lesser-known quarterback here in, in the league, and he's playing for the Stallions. You'll see him on Saturday night, quite possibly, uh, I, I think he's going to get the start, but that's Alex Mago, uh, and he is going to be a good stack uh, if you have to get him, I suppose. I, I've chosen, I've selected to stack him with Victor Bolden, one of those uh, recognizable string, uh, spring league names, and again, I just feel like with Victor's experience in, in the various leagues in the spring, uh, which again, his resume is so very long, I, I feel like that's going to give Alex an opportunity to to have somebody that knows how to play in these types of leagues almost immediately, whereas uh, like Manasa Bailey probably won't, Michael Dreyas won't, uh, Arias Mitchell. We love Peyton Ramsey, but again, he's he's really raw rookie, and then Marlon Williams uh, rounds out that wide receiver room. But Victor Bolden is going to be, by all rights and accounts, I believe, that wide receiver one. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you just got to give it to him. Yeah, I agree. You know, he's known for getting open in space, get behind the defensive back. So I absolutely agree that he is looking to get that wide receiver one spot. Um, Alex Mago drafted by the Seahawks didn't stick in the NFL, obviously, but he was a four year starter at FIU. So there's a guy that's got experience um, slinging the ball. He had 65 touchdowns, 60% completion rate in his four year starting. One of the things, so if I end up with Alex Mago, and obviously we all know I love Bug Howard, but I have a sleeper tight end target that I shouldn't give away, but I'm going to. Um, somebody will snipe him from me. I'm sure of it. But um, So if I have Alex Mago, I'm going for tight end Sage Surratt as well. 1,001 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns in only nine games his senior year in college. He plays more like a six foot three wide receiver. Um, so for Mago, if you end up with him, I like getting Bolden and Surratt and I, I don't think Sage Surratt's on a lot of people's radar. So I think that's one that you can really wait and kind of pick towards the very end and stack your team with other skill position players. Yeah. And Sage Surratt, uh, a, a spring league veteran as well. So that's a very good, uh, 
got to bring up for Alex Mago. I think he's got the hardest road to hoe here, though, to be honest with you. His, his core around him does not look very impressive. And look, the odds on the Stallions are not looking all that great either. In fact, um, there's a couple of books that actually have them as last to, to win the championship. So, I mean, it's going to be tough sledding for Mago no matter who actually is, is there. But again, I think if you have to take Mago, um, Victor Bolden is that, that number one guy. Uh, and I like Sage Schrott, so don't get me wrong. That That's somebody that I think you got to keep an eye on too. Remember, guys, when we start talking about these types of situations, the name recognition is what we're trying to give to you. You know, we're not necessarily dictating exactly how they're going to perform because you and I both don't know that and nobody knows exactly how they're going to perform. We can we can speculate all day long, but we're, we're giving you name recognition, uh, especially on some of these guys that aren't necessarily that well known. Um, and I think that's going to give you an edge when you go into your draft if the people there haven't been listening to this show. For sure. And if you're in an eight-team league, you're going to end up with one of these quarterbacks. So it is important to know like who you should be stacking with them or who's looking good to stack with them in our opinion anyways. Yes. Which, you know, again, (laughs) may turn completely (laughs) South once the season starts, but uh, all right. The number one pick in the draft by the Michigan Panthers and Jeff Fisher one Shea Patterson, probably going to win the starting job. uh, Even though he's got a little competition over there. I still think, that uh, Shea Patterson has made a case for himself just because of the fact that, you know, he's he's there. Paxton Lynch is going to be nipping at his heels, that's for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, it's Shea Patterson. So here's the thing, right? Even if you were to pick Shea Patterson, you might want to grab Paxton Lynch in the later rounds just in case, right? Because with a quarterback battle like this, uh, you know that one of them is going to get the job. So... Tamu probably locked in. Scott probably locked in for sure. Slaughter, Thorson, you know, DeAndre Johnson might be another one where you want to double up on on his because Luis Perez might get the job. Uh, hedge your bets there. But uh, yeah, definitely Shea Patterson. You might want to lock up Paxton Lynch. But stack him with Jeff Bidette, who I know Adam is really high on. And then uh, Marcus Baugh, in my opinion, is his tight end. Uh, we talked about it with Bug and we talked about it with... Uh, even even um, uh, Sage where and Brandon Bards too. These guys are big, and they're going to be able to offer their quarterback uh, a nice target in the red zone. So you want young quarterbacks with big tight ends for touchdowns in these leagues. I think that that's been proven time and time again. So uh, you know, for me, it, it Jeff Bidette's probably going to be that wide receiver one. Marcus Baugh, obviously the big tight end is, is going to play a factor in that. Yeah, absolutely. Patterson is the quarterback that um, it scares me the most just because of the the pieces around him. I don't know if I'm a, I'm a believer in what they did there, um, but I absolutely agree that he probably gets a starting job whether he wins it or not. I mean, Jeff Fisher isn't going to want to look a fool for drafting him number one overall and then not starting him. So I think just because of that, he's going to have at least a couple games that he's starting. Um, whether they pull the rug out from under his feet after that, we'll see. But um, yeah, I, I love Jeff Bidette, gadget player used for sweeps and screens at Oklahoma. Prior to that, he was in Kentucky. Um, he's just a quick guy. He can make people miss. And then, like you said, Marcus Bow, six foot five, 250 pounds from Ohio State. Um, you know, that's a, a big program that really coaches their players up. 
um, and he's a big bodied target. Um, this is one where, you know, they had Quincy Adeboyejo. Um, I, I looked at it in that time while I was saying it, Good job. <laughs> um, uh, you know, they had him and I thought he was going to be uh, really good and help, um, lift the quarterback spot. And then of course he's, he didn't report. So, um, the guys left behind him, I think it's kind of a, up in the air. Um, I do know our, our buddy that drafted in the mock draft, Nick fortune likes tight end Joey Magnifico just cause of his last name. But, um, you know, I do like, um, Marcus Bowe's six foot five frame and ability to uh, go for those those touchdowns in the red zone there. So, but that played for the other Texas XFL team, the Dallas Renegades, not the undefeated uh, league champion Houston Renegades. Uh, but in that, you know, he had thirty one targets, sixteen catches, one hundred eight yards, nothing spectacular. Didn't get into the end zone. Uh, but you know, again, just a, a guy that has played in the XFL, a guy that has played in a league recently that I think is going to rise up to be at least the veteran on this. When you look at the other uh, wide receivers on the list, like you were just saying, uh, it's almost like Victor Bolden-esque in that there's not a whole lot around him uh, that I feel is going to, to give him a run for his money. So um, guys like Ray Bolden, Lance Lenore, Devin Ross, it's just, you know, they're not inspiring. They may run the ball. I mean, it is a Jeff Fisher team, by the way. So uh, that and they'll, they're sure to finish 800 or 500, 500. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I think they'll run a lot with Stevie Scott and Reggie Corbin. Um, the passing game to me right now is a bit of a mystery, which you, you shouldn't be saying when they had the number one overall pick, but it, it really is in a league where you find yourself saying who a lot, <laughs> this next team, the Pittsburgh Maulers, I think has the most amount of who's that you're ever going to find in one roster if you haven't been already following uh, just the USFL in general and digging into these guys as deeply as we have been. But my next stack, if you find yourself with uh, Kyle Laletta, who, again, is probably going to end up being... Josh Love is the other quarterback, and uh, unfortunately, he's not the same Love that's in Green Bay right now. Uh, so he definitely may not necessarily even win this starting job. Kyle Laletta looks to have that locked. But he basically has not very many people behind him. Uh, and, of course, Justin being the guy that basically has the USFL pinging every second on his phone uh, brought up to me earlier. He's like, hey, uh, we've got a little Kyle Laletta, Trey, Trey Walker love on the, uh, on the Twitter machine. They're showing some practice uh, chemistry there. And, look, as analysts, as fantasy football followers, as, as fans – we latch on to anything we can find for storylines and, and tweet, uh, tweets showing good receptions and one-handed grabs are exactly what we're trying to do right now. And I like Delvin Hardaway. I've, I've said that before. I like Bailey Gaither. Um, but if we're starting to see a little bit of magic out of Trey Walker and Kyle Oletta, we buying into this? Yeah, so um, if you get a chance to go to the clip, you can. I retweeted it. You can go to USFL, see it. Um, is is a really cool play because it, it was all Trey Walker, really. If if you break it down, um, the the ball was a little bit high by Laletta, and Trey Walker went up and got it one handed. And to me, I mean, that shows you multiple things. He's got good hands and good instincts. He was able to turn around, get up in the air, and grab it one handed. Not to mention a really good vertical for a guy who's five eleven. Um, and when you bail your quarterback out like that, you know, cause it should have been an incompletion, but when you bail your quarterback out, then you build trust. 
And if your quarterback trusts you, he's going to throw to you more often. And then last, you're in a practice and he's going up, sacrificing his body, potentially doing a one-handed catch. He's a competitor. So um, if you end up with Laletta, which is another one who I'm kind of steering away from just because uh, I think they're going to really rely on the run, um, just because I think that's what Kirby is going to do over there. But um, Trey Walker looked really good in that clip. I know it's just one clip. But um, I think if you you just take that away from it, you know, the trust, the instincts, the competitiveness, um, it it made me open my eyes and go, oh, okay, wow. And uh, so I definitely think that's a guy that you can look to stack with Laletta. Um, Like you said, there's plenty of other options there who who probably will get play time. Um, Another one I kind of like is Brandon Mack. He's six foot five, um, really good route runner. And, you know, just one of those guys that he's a big body. So um, he's going to be a red zone target. And to me, again, Laletta is actually our, our overall seventh consensus seventh pick. So and the first quarterback that wasn't uh, well. So let's see. It goes Stevie Scott, Edmonds and then Laletta. So, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of running backs there. And then Lalala, Laletta. <laughs> Jesus, I talk for a living. Uh, yeah, so, and, and to me, look, if you're down in the Kyle Oletta range, then you waited too long or you basically had one of the last few picks in the draft. So uh, get yourself a smaller league one. But yeah, I mean, look, stack him with, with either Trey Walker or um, I think you're good with Brandon Mack, but I still think Delvin Hardway becomes that wide receiver one. Um, but Trey, Trey Walker may be that name that you can get way down in the draft and and definitely get an edge up there should he emerge as one of the top uh, receiving threats over there in Pittsburgh. So, you know, we're going to step back away for another break here real quick, and when we come back, we're going to wrap it up. But uh, I, I literally can't wait to stricken the words we'll see from uh, my vocabulary. It's, it's <laughs> the worst thing about preseason and the worst thing about new leagues is the, oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> so we'll see more when we come back after the break let's talk about stable duel there are never enough things to gamble on the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing and the best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies especially if you're brand new to the sport go check out stable duel it's a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and pay games for real cash prizes you can pick your horses build your stables and play against others to move up the leaderboard Win as much as $40,000 with just one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, don't worry. Not only do we have you covered on the SGPN website where you can find a Stable Duel contest preview by Matthew DeSantis. Guys got it all broken down for you, how you can spend that Stable Duel money, but... The app is free to download, and it actually gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. Download it now at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly. It tracks all over the United States, so get in the app. Create your account. Start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you, or you can play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our own stats. So download now, StableDuel.com. See how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, Win. We're brought to you as always by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Masters Week is here. It's happening right now. And if you haven't used PropSwap to go for the green, you're missing out. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite golfers 
and sell your sports and spell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling their golfers all tournament long. That you can still do it now. The, the tournament's gone, but you can still do this now. Allows you to win tickets over and over and over again with that golfer ever touching the green jacket. So go to PropSwap.com. Download the free PropSwap app today. It's got fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty reward program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and more importantly, a first deposit cash match. Use that promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's going to match your deposit up to $500. So go join the real sports bettors right now on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. So we've given you eight, all at least pretty much all eight quarterbacks that we think are going to start, and at least one or two options in order to stack them and keep winning your weeks uh, on a weekly basis. So, you know, again, this is probably going to change a couple more times. There may be some people that don't make it through camp, uh, don't make it to the final rosters, or hear news of whatever. So literally keep an eye on our fantasy feeds, on our Twitter feeds, uh, on the SGPN site for, for breaking stuff that's going on because this is all happening fast and furious, and it all culminates on the 16th with the first game. So... Um, you know, again, the draft guide is up on the SGPN website, but is there anything else, Justin, want any, any other final thoughts to wrap up as we probably the last episode before our, our draft for sure. And, and quite possibly one of the last ones before the, the actual season starts. Just remember, you don't need eight people to do a league. You can do it with four. Um, I did a little write up on how to start a league on alt fantasy and I was kind of going through the options of making the league. And I thought, and if you only had four people and did a super flex so that you all draft two quarterbacks, then now you're looking at double stacks because you got a quarterback that you can stack and a super flex you can stack. Um, just seems like a really fun way to do it. Um, and the other thing, congratulations on 80 episodes. Um, you're an awesome host. You know, I was a fan first and now getting to be on the show with you now and then it, it's just, it's always a good time. It's always fun. So congratulations on that. It's crazy that, that, and so you and Cody Zeeb, uh, what, cause you know that I do, uh, the NASCAR gambling podcast here as well on the sports gambling podcast network. Shameless plug, uh, go check that out. We're actually blue emu maximum pain relief 400, uh, preview is up. Uh, we've been we've been hitting some pretty good ones over there, but uh, you're not here for NASCAR. You're here for fantasy football. But yeah, you and Cody, it's it's fun. Listen, guys, we don't make this pitch enough on the show because it's not necessarily built into the the fabric of it. But uh, join the Slack channels. I mean, go to the the SGPN Slack channels. You can find it on the website where we can join. Um, SG.pn/slack is where I think you could sign up for it. Head over there, find the fantasy football feed, find whatever you want. Just, there's so many ways for you to, to interact. And you, too, can be sitting here as part of the crew just, just by being a fan in one of those Slack channels. How crazy is that? Yeah, for sure. And like you said, there's so many different subsections of it. There's even one that's like the bar. And, it, you know, it's just like if you're having a drink, you can take a picture of it and cheers everybody. So um, grab your Coors Light and cheers everybody together. Absolutely. And, and, and now there's even the Zed horse racing thing going on as well. So uh, a podcast dedicated to that. So truly and genuinely, if you're listening to this show and you don't listen to any other uh, shows on the SGP and feed and you like other sports, there's a show for you on the feed and there's a Slack channel for you 
to talk with other people. And it's not like some of these other groups where everybody goes on and they just rattle about anything. It's it's really confined a lot of times to what you're talking about. So you can find good bets, you can find good strategies, and and not a lot of frill and fluff. But there's room for that too, of course. Yeah, and good camaraderie. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen people getting in verbal duke outs on there. It's always like, you know, everybody's congratulating each other or just asking a question and getting genuine help. You know, some some places you go for, say, fantasy football, you ask a question and people just tear you apart for asking the question. None of that here. Um, it, it's like we're all we're all just hanging out, friends and family. We all have egos, but we also know that we're here to help other folks uh, be successful as well. Uh, and, and, you know, rising tide lifts all ships, in my opinion, anyways. So, uh, yeah, definitely go do that. Uh, and make sure you leave the show a review. I don't, like I said, I don't necessarily uh, bring that up very often. But, I, you know, if you like the show, leave us a review and, and help the show to continue to grow. I know it's the off season, especially for NFL, and it's not a lot of, uh, NFL news to go around yet until the, the draft happens in a couple of weeks and then there's plenty of news um, but you know we're, we're trying to keep it afloat with the USFL as well too hopefully you guys have some fun playing fantasy USFL I know that Justin and I have had a blast just digging into this league all together so lots of fun still to be had Justin let everybody know we can, where they can find you on social media and all your hard work here for the SGPN yeah follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball and um, the app and website for SGPN, I'm on there in USFL, fantasy football, NFL, a little bit of everything. He and his wife will be joining us again on Tuesday for our official uh, USFL SGPN draft, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. As always, you can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find the show, find the whole SGPN fantasy world on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Subscribe to this on the SGPN app and anywhere else where you find your favorite podcast. Go ahead and leave that review. Tell us how we're doing. We'd love to continue to do this uh, well into episode 160 and beyond. Uh, so thanks for making this 80 strong. Thanks for keeping this show on the SGPN network. It's you guys that we do this for. I mean, look, we're, we're fans too. And we just love to get a chance to talk about this stuff with you and, and for you to continue to listen. So... Until Tuesday, we'll talk to you then. Let it ride!